Hello friends, I am God's Time Suku. Welcome back to our seventh episode on the series titled Holiness in the World of Evil. Our scriptural text is Romans 12 verse 1 and 2. The Bible says, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. John 17 verse 17, Jesus prayed and said, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. If we don't like to hear the warnings and reproofs of God's word, how can we be holy? Verse 19 of John 17, Christ said, For their sakes I sanctified myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. God's word applied home to the heart and life in a practical manner is the primary agent for our sanctification, for our holiness. So if we do not have particular interest in studying the word of God for ourselves personally, not just once a week or at church, we can hardly experience sanctification of holiness. If we had rather watch TV, play games, sub the web, play and watch sports, read novels and exciting stories, socialize over the social media, how can we expect to be holy or sanctified? None if the Holy Spirit convicts us through reading the word of God or hearing it spoken in a podcast like this of some areas of life that need changing and we stubbornly refuse to change. Can we be holy or sanctified? No. When the Holy Spirit comes into our lives, we begin to see ourselves for who we really are. One of his jobs, according to Christ, is to convict us of sin. We begin to realize just how sinful we really are. Instead of appearing holy in our own eyes, we will see that there is indeed not one good thing in us. All our boasting will be in Christ and not in self. Those who are really experiencing sanctification and holiness will never boast about the fact that they are holy. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 8. 1 John chapter 1, verse 8, the Bible says, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now, many people read this text to, to say, to conclude that we can never be holy because we cannot say we have no sin. What John meant here is that we cannot boast that we have holiness that is inherent in us. Holiness is attained as we live by the power of Christ because in 1 John 3 verse 6, he said, Whosoever abided in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. So if you know Christ, you can never sin again. Why? He that received Christ received power to be the son of God or the daughter of God, according to John chapter 1, verse 12. You see, John meant it when he said, Whosoever abided in him sinneth not. The fact is, when we are victorious of our sin, it is not because of ourselves. Christ who dwelleth in us doeth the work. All the glory of our righteous lives goes to God. All righteous or holy deeds we do apart from Christ amount to nothing because they are all polluted by self-righteousness and sinful motives. We do the works like the Pharisees, not to glorify God but to bring praises and glory to ourselves. 
those who boast of their holiness and talk about self instead of Christ and his righteousness have no relationship with Christ and are not experiencing sanctification or holiness. Throughout the Bible, when holy men of God saw the glory and holiness of God, they always saw their own excellent sinfulness in comparison. Jesus said, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify not yourself but your Father who is in heaven. Christ has said without him we can do nothing. So all the glory for a holy life in us will go to God alone because the power to live that life comes from him. Of course, with our cooperation, endless desire and effort. Councils on Health, page 4, Four, we read only a life of constant dependence upon the Savior is a life of holiness. That's the way to live a holy life. After the Holy Spirit has led us to see our true condition and seek after holiness, it will help us to bring forth the fruit of the Spirit. That's the only way to live a holy life, constant dependence upon the Savior. Paul in Galatians has his famous discourse of unrighteousness by faith in Galatians 1-4. Then he bring it home to our lives in Galatians 5 and 6 showing what it means to live a spirit-filled, holy, sanctified life. In Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23, the Bible says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. These are the fruits of a holy life, a life possessed by the Holy Spirit. Those who are holy will bring forth every one of these fruits in their lives, not once in a while, but as a regular part of their character. They bear this fruit in all time. Whether they are at home, at work, in public, or where no one is watching, they are the same. Christ solemnly declared, By their fruit you shall know them, not by their profession or their words, but by their fruits. Those who are Christ, they are Christians, have crucified the flesh. That is the carnal nature of all those feelings and desires that pull us contrary to God's will, with his affections and laws. They are dead to the old man of sin and married to Christ. He lives out his life through them with their consent and cooperation. The scriptures declared, I am crucified with Christ, Galatians 2 verse 20. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. By the way, Christ's crucifixion was not form or convenience, but this is a spiritual crucifixion because Paul was still literally alive, yet not self, but Christ reigns and guides our lives. Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. This is how to live a life of holiness, die to sin and a life in Christ. We are called to be holy. Paul says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the message of the Lord, that we present our bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. There is no service that God wants from us than a holy lifestyle. I pray that constantly as we draw nearer to Christ, we will see our sinfulness and depend on Him for a victorious life, that we may live holy now, and then we'll live with Him in a holy paradise. In Jesus' name, Amen.